Amen. Well, it's great to see so many of you this morning. It's great to be in God's house on this day today, on this new day in our church's history, on this day where we cast the vision that the Lord has laid on on our hearts for Gateway Church Camry. And we believe in that God is going to do great and mighty things in our time and in our generation. You know, this morning we will be sharing, I'll be sharing about our brand new mission, our brand new mission statement as a church and also for the vision for Gateway Church Camry. You know, vision is so important. You know, it says in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18, it says, Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18, where there is no revelation or where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Vision is so important. Vision is about seeing, but it's also about shaping the future. And you know, to make choices in our life, we have to have a clear understanding of where we are going and what we are trying to achieve. If we want to have a vision for our lives. And the same is true for us as a church here, the people of God. We need to have a clear understanding of where we're going and how we are going to achieve it. We must have a clear understanding as the people of God of where the Lord wants us to go. It is not about a man's vision, it is not about a man's heart, but it is about God's heart this morning. It is about his vision for his church. For Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So this morning, we are sharing the division that God has laid on my heart for this church. We are believing for him to do great and mighty things. And as a church, we must have a clear understanding of where he wants us to go. And how we are going to be, how we are going to work that vision out. You know, Jesus himself, he had a clear understanding of his mission. He had a clear vision of what his purpose was when he came to this earth. He had three years to choose, train and release his team of disciples. As well as proclaiming and demonstrating the kingdom. Before accomplishing his unique work on the cross through his death and resurrection. That was his ultimate mission was the cross where he would go and die for us, where he would make a way for mankind who was lost and dead in sin to be forgiven and to be restored with God, to have a relationship with him. That was his ultimate mission. But he also came to train up disciples, to train up those people to go and keep proclaiming his good news, his message of his love and his goodness. That was his mission on this earth. And you know, Jesus has a plan and a purpose for his church today. He had a plan and a purpose for, his, for the early church, that church which we read about this morning. But he also has a plan and purpose for his church today. And his, church is to, his plan is to see his good news, the gospel, being preached to all generations. And that's what today is all about. It's about sharing the mission and the vision that the Lord has given me for our church. So are you ready to hear the vision this morning? Are you ready to hear the mission that the Lord has laid on my heart? Well, the mission for Gateway Church Cymru, as individuals, but also as a church. As you can see on the board, uh, on the board, you can tell I work at a school, can you? As you can <laughs> if you see on the board, no. As you can see on the screen behind me, you can see this is the mission statement that the Lord has laid on my heart for, it, for a church, uh, for our church. And you, you probably got these leaflets on your, on your chairs this morning. Just as a reminder that this is our new mission statement as a church. That as a church we are to know Jesus and to make him known. It is as simple as that. You know, as I read through the Gospels, as I read through the book of Acts, 
in particular, this phrase just kept popping out to me. Wherever I would see it in the Gospels and in the, in the book of Acts in particular, we see that this message would just constantly pop out. That the heart of Jesus and the heart of the, his heart for his people was to know him first of all, but also then to make him known. So this morning, if you forget everything else, if you forget the vision of the church, if you're not quite clear on it all, I pray this morning that the Holy Spirit would remind each and every one of us that our mission as a church is to first of all know Jesus and then to make him known. You see, the core of discipleship is always centered on the person of Jesus Christ and nothing else. It is to put Jesus first. That was the command of the Lord Jesus Christ, wasn't it? To love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. They were the two commandments that Jesus gave and that's what I, I believe the Lord has laid on my heart for the mission of this church. It is to know him and to make him known. You know, that's one of the most extraordinary, extraordinary things that we can say about our faith. Is that our faith isn't just a dead religion. It isn't just a tradition of doing things and rules and regulations. But our faith is a living relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. It is a living relationship with God himself. It is not a dead religion. And it is all through Jesus. It is all through what He has done. That He has made the way possible that we can have this relationship with Him. As we've celebrated around the communion table this morning, He made the way that we can know Him. How incredible is that this morning? That the God of the universe, the God who created everything, the God who created you and me, longs to have a relationship with us. Longs to know us. Longs to guide us. Longs to speak into our life. Has a plan and a purpose for our lives. I know that plan and purpose for our lives is better than any plan that we could ever conceive or come up with. It is the greatest plan of all. In John chapter 17 and verse 2 and 3, this is what Jesus said. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son may glorify you. And here it is in verse 2 and 3. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life. That they know you. The only true God. And Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That was what Jesus said. That I have been given authority. And that was his plan. That was his heart. Is that his people. That this world would first of all know him. Would know him intimately. Would know him personally. Would have a relationship with him. And so many of us this morning. I'm sure all of us this morning know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But as a church, that is the mission of our church. It is to know Him, not just know about Him, not just to have a second-hand faith where our parents or our grandparents or our friends might know about Jesus and we, we, we know about, about Him. But my prayer is that we would each individually have a vibrant living relationship with Him, that we would know Him in a personal and intimate way. I thank God that He has made this possible through His Son this morning. That's our desire as a church above all things, is to know our God, to walk with Him. And secondly, the mission statement for this church is to make Him known. That is always the mission. It is always the mission, is to make Jesus known. Once we know Him, once we have a revelation of Him through the Holy Spirit, once we have given our lives to Him and He is our Lord and Saviour, that is now our mission. As the people of God, as the church of Jesus Christ, is to make Him known in all the world. Is to make Jesus known. Jesus said in Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, the Great Commission, it says, Then Jesus came to them, to the disciples, and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That was Jesus' heart. That was his mission, is to go and make disciples. That was his mission for the church, to go and make disciples. Not make believers, not make decisions, not just to see hands raised for people to follow Jesus, but to make disciples. I know the heart of a disciple is to make disciples. It's to keep multiplying, to keep sharing about Jesus, to keep making him known. And that is my prayer as a church. If we long to see this church grow, if we long to see people coming to know Jesus, then we can't just gather together the same old people week in, week out. But our desire as a church and through the power of the Holy Spirit is to go out and to make Him known. Make Him known in our homes. Make Him known in our workplaces. Make Him known in our community. Make Him known in this valley. That is our mission, is to know Jesus and to make Him known. It is as simple as that. We are going to be obedient to the call of Jesus Christ. Jesus' disciples, if we claim to be a disciple of Jesus this morning, then we give, we serve, we pray for people to be healed, we witness and we are empowered to live for Jesus. And it is not for our own glory, but it is for His glory. It is to point people back to Him. It is so that people would know Jesus. It is all about Him. So this is almost like a circle. It is to know Jesus personally, then to make Him known that they might know Jesus and then make Him known and then they might know Jesus and then make Him known. But it is all for His glory. It is for His honor. It is not so that Gateway Church might be lifted up. It is not so that Luke Morgan could be lifted up. It is so that Jesus Christ could be lifted up, that He might be glorified. You know, it says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 11, Therefore God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is our heart as a church, is to see Him glorified, to see Him exalted, to see Jesus being made known in His name, being lifted up. So that is our new mission statement as a church. If you forget everything else this morning, like I said, this is what we're about as Gateway Church. This is what the Lord has laid on my heart for us as a future and for the future of this church is that we might know our God and that we might desire to make Him known wherever we are. And now we come to the vision, the vision that the Lord has laid on my heart. And it says in Habakkuk 2, chapter 2, Habakkuk 2 and then verse 2, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation, or write down the vision, and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald might run with it. You know, our prayer, my prayer, is that as we share the vision of this church, that it would become each and every one of your vision as well. That we would all embody this vision, that it would be part of every, our everyday lives. The vision of this church that the Lord has given it wouldn't be something that's just written down on this piece of card that we've had printed. But my, vision, my prayer is that this vision wouldn't just go in one year and out the other year this morning. But this vision would become a part of us. That we would live out this vision. That we would long to see this vision fulfilled in our time and in our generation. That is my prayer. And as it says there in the word of God in Habakkuk. Write down the vision. Make it plain. Here it is. So that a herald might run with it. And that is my prayer, that as a church, as the, Lord, as the Lord has given this vision, 
that we might run with this vision. That it is so simple that we believe these things that we might be able to run with it and see in the vision fulfilled for this house. And the vision ultimately is to see His name glorified. So as I previously stated, vision is about seeing and shaping the future. And if you have the cards this morning, you might be able to see that better than you can see it up on the, on the screen. But it says on the cards, this is the vision of Gateway Church Cymru. The vision of Gateway Church Cymru is to be a church whose head is Jesus Christ. As the church of Jesus, he is the head. He is always the head and he is the one who is going to be leading us. It is him who we are following. It is him who we are serving this morning. So the vision of Gateway Church is to be a church whose head is Jesus Christ, whose help is the Holy Spirit. You know, we are a Pentecostal church. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe that the Holy Spirit, we need the Holy Spirit as a people. We need his help and his guidance. So we, our help this morning is the Holy Spirit and whose focus is the Great Commission. That is the vision of Gateway Church. And I said to you, this is the, the, the wording that I've put for his vision is about seeing. And this is the vision that the Lord has laid on my heart. The church we see is a church of influence. A church that is passionate to make Jesus known in their homes, community, worlds of work, study, and the wild, wider world. That is our praise, that this church would be a church of influence. That, uh, that Jesus, the good news of Jesus, would start impacting in Abraham and would start to re- impact our homes and our community and the worlds of work and wherever God has placed us, in the schools, in the unis, in the colleges, that Jesus would be made known. We pray that this church would be a church of influence by the power of His Spirit. The church we see has a message so clear that lives are changed forever and potential is fulfilled through the power of His Word. We are a Word of God church. We believe in the power of the Word. We believe in the power of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. We believe that when the Gospel is proclaimed that lives are saved, that lives are transformed, that lives are fulfilled. And as we faithfully proclaim the Word of Jesus, we are believing that potential is going to be fulfilled. That the plan and purpose that God has for each and every one of our lives, every single one of us, will start to be fulfilled in our time. And we pray that this message would be so clear. You know, we, we, need, we need to be out there sharing this good news with the people out there. But it's no good sharing the good news of Jesus if we're overcomplicating it. If we're trying to use the greatest Greek words or the Hebrew words. Or if we're out there using terminology from 30, 40 years ago. My prayer is that we would be a church that is relevant in reaching the people of today. With a message that is so simple, so clear that even children can take it and accept it. And they might follow Jesus as well. That is my prayer. The church we see is a worshipping church whose songs reflect such a love for Christ that others see His greatness and His power. That is my prayer as a church, that we would all be a worshipping people, that we would be people who worship our God, who love our God, and that our songs, everything that we sing, we have already, that is what we already do as a church, but that we would continue to do it, is that our worship would just point others to Jesus, that they would see His amazingness and His awesomeness. The church we see is so dependent on the Holy Spirit that nothing will stop it nor stand against it. A church whose people are united, praying and full of God's Spirit. My prayer is that we would be not just a Pentecostal church by name, but that we would be a Pentecostal people. A people who are moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. A people who are filled with the Spirit. Who are constantly being filled with the Spirit every day of our lives. But it says that a church whose people are united if we are to see this vision 
outworking in our time. If we to see this vision come to fruition, then it's not going to happen just by me doing the work or just by Chloe or, or Paul or Adele. It's going to work as we all united, as we all come together as the people of God. You know, the church is called a body. And every part of the body is needed. We need fingers, we need toes, we need our eyes, we need our eyebrows, we need everything. Every part of our body is essential for us to live. And so it is true of the church of Jesus. We all have a part to play. You all have a role to play in this. We are the church, each and every single one of us. And we need to be united if we are to see Jesus being made known in our community. May we be a praying church as well. A church that is always praying in our homes and when we come together as well. And the next thing. The church we see is brimming with families who are flourishing in faith, hope and love. We long to see families getting saved. We believe God is a God of the household. We long to see families, young families, old families, families of all ages coming to know Jesus Christ. And that is a, the church that we see. Is This place will be a church that is packed out with families from the youngest generation to the oldest generation. That is our prayer, is that we as a church are going to encourage families. We support families. We pray for families. We long to see families come to know Jesus. And we long to see families that are flourishing in faith, hope and love. You know, the enemy longs to divide families. The enemy longs to separate families, but we believe that our God longs to see families united, families that are serving Jesus together, families that are on fire for Jesus together. From the children right the way through to the grandparents and great-grandparents, we long for this church to be a church of families. I thank God for my family. I thank God for the heritage of my family in this church. But we long to see all families come to know Jesus. We long to see every single family in Abraham, in Aberdeen, come to know Jesus. And not just come along to church, but flourishing. Flourishing in Jesus. Flourishing in the plan and purpose that God has for their household. That they would declare, me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. That is my prayer. We long to see this place packed out with families. The church we see champions children and young people to serve God and dream the impossible. I believe with all my heart that we long to encourage children. I long to see children being used in God, being used even in the services, being used in a mighty and incredible way. You know, the other week I was uh, scanning through God TV and I turned it over to Hillsong Channel. And I was watching Hillsong Channel and they had the children's conference. And this conference, it was packed out with children. There was thousands of children there. And what was happening, these children were praying for one another to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They were ministering to one another in the power of the Holy Spirit. They were speaking, they were worshipping together. And to see children on fire for Jesus. You know, Jesus welcomed children up into his arms. And may we as a church champion children. May we encourage children not just to come along to church and play on their games or to colour in a few pages, but to see children being ministered to, to children ministering within the life of this church. We need to be raising up these children because they are going to be the ones who are going to take on this church in the future. We long to be a church that champions children, that encourages children to serve God and believe God to do great things in their lives, to reach their schools, to reach their families. That is what I'm longing for. I'm longing to see children dragging their parents to church week in, week out. I'm longing to see a children's church within our church, a place where children can go and be ministered to at their level, where they are flourishing as well. That is what we are believing for in this place. We are believing to see a church filled with young people who are on fire for Jesus, who are seeing colleges transformed, schools transformed, universities transformed. That is what we long to see. 
not just young people coming along and just sitting through the service, but young people being involved in the service, taking part in the service, being used by God, doing great and mighty things. You know, I thank God for what he's doing in our, young, in our youth program on a Friday night. We're seeing 30 young people come along, going through the Alpha course. Young people learning about Jesus, but we long to see them being used, being filled with the Spirit, being influences wherever they are. That is the church that we see. And we long to see children and young people serve God and dream the impossible. My prayer is that we would see children and young people go further than I've ever gone, do greater things for God than we've ever seen, things that we can't even imagine, doing the impossible. The church we see honors the older generation and believes they have a significant part to play. You know, this morning, if you consider yourself part of that older generation, we believe that you have an incredible part to play in this church. We believe that your experience, your wisdom, your guidance is so valued. We need that. As you come along, you know, it says in the word of how the older women are to get alongside the younger women, to train the younger women. The older men are to come alongside the younger men, to encourage them, to build them up in the faith. We believe you have a significant part to play. We believe that as we see families saved and parents and grandparents and great-grandparents come in, and we believe that you can be used by God in a mighty way to reach that generation, but also to raise up children in a mighty way, to reach the young people. We believe that God has a significant power plan for you in the life of this church. We honour you. We thank you this morning for the path that you have laid before us. We pray that God would bless you mightily. We pray that you might know a renewing of his strength this morning and a renewing passion from the Holy Spirit to keep serving him and to do great and mighty things. We believe that. Moses started at 80 years old. That's when his, mission, his service began. So if you consider yourself younger than in that bracket this morning, God is going to use you in a mighty way. We believe that with all of our hearts. The church we see is a community where students and young adults, young professionals, are planted and flourishing. You know, there may not be any local universities for us, so we might not see as many young adults, but we are believing this church will be packed out with young adults. Young adults who are planted in the church. Students who are planted within this church, who are developing in God, who are flourishing in the things of God, who are being used in God, who we can raise up to serve in this place. That is what we are long, long to see. The church we see loves and cares for those society has left behind. As a church, we're a church for all people. For every single person. It doesn't matter what your job is. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what country you come from. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We're all one body. And we open up our arms to all people of all different ages, of all different backgrounds. You know, the society we're living in today is a very different society to which many of us have grown up in. Families are of different makeups today. There are different things happening within the lives of people today. But may we as a church, may we support that. May we support that and encourage that. May we support single parents. May we get behind those and encourage those. May we help the poor. May we reach out to those. May we help those who haven't have jobs. May we be a church that supports them, that encourages them, that helps them along their way. We want to be a church for all people. We long to see all people come to know Jesus. Because it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world. God didn't just love a certain type of people. He didn't love a people who have got it all together. God loved the poor. He ministered to the broken, to the outcast, to those who society had left behind. That is who Jesus went and reached. And we as a church long to reach out to the broken, to those who need Jesus Christ, to all people, to every single people. I thank God for the food bank that we run. 
And I believe that God has got his hand on it, but I believe the greater days ahead for Food Bank. I believe we'll see salvation in Food Bank. I believe we'll see lives turn around for the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. I pray that this place on a Friday morning will be absolutely packed out with people whose needs are being met, who we can minister to, who we can pray to, and see their lives totally transformed, who we can encourage, and who we can support. So the church we see loves. I pray for a fresh infilling of the love of Christ. We need the love of Christ. So often we, we can just perceive and love people just on a superficial level. But may we have the compassion of Christ, the love of Christ, the cares for all those whose society is left behind. The church we see is a church committed to raising, training and empowering leaders to be who God has created them to be and who will pay the price and count the cost to glorify Christ. We long to be a church that raises up leaders. To see men and women, boys and girls, being, uh, uh, fulfilling the, the purpose that God has for their lives. We long to see leaders raised up in this church. I'm longing to see a team raised up within this church. And you know, my prayer is, you know, I've been so blessed by what Pastor Rob has done in the succession. How he's raised up me, how he's mentored me, and how he's taught me to even be here this morning. But my prayer is that we would see succession at every level within the church. We would see succession, plans being made in Kids Club, plans being made in TOS, plans being made in youth, that we would see succession at every level, that we would see leaders being raised up at all levels within this church to serve Jesus. That is my prayer. And it says there, to be who God created them to be. My prayer is that we would see leaders raised up, not to copy other leaders or mimic other leaders but to be who God created them to be to be used just as they are as God has anointed them, as God's hand is on their lives, that is my prayer and who will pay the price and count the cost to see Jesus glorified, that is my prayer and this kind of ties into the next one the church we see is planting churches churches and campuses in towns and cities across Wales, the UK and the world this morning, if you come here and you're expecting the church just to stay as it is, well, I'm sorry, you, you're going to be really disappointed because the church that I see is a church that is planting churches, a church that is growing, that is overflowing with capacity, that this place is too small to contain what God is doing so that we have to plant campuses and churches and villages in towns right across Wales, right across the UK and even the nations. You know, the name of this church is Gateway Church Cymru. We long to see Wales saved. And I'm believing for churches to be planted right across our nation. From North Wales to South Wales to West Wales to East Wales. Right across Wales but also the UK. Why not? Because our God is the God of the impossible. Our God is able to do great and mighty things. Our God is able to do things which are greater than we could have ever perceived or dreamed. And we look into Him. We're trusting in Him. We're believing for Him. We're trusting for His power and His strength. So that is the church we see. It's a church that is planting churches. A church that is seeing campuses raised up. And that is where leaders are coming in. We long to raise up a great team in this place. But not just to stay in this place. We long to see leaders raised up to go and plant churches within our communities. To plant churches within Wales, within Abraham and within Aberdeen. That is our heart. That is our vision. So this morning, may faith rise in your heart. May that vision cause you to be excited this morning. The church we see is a, is a church that is sending missionaries around the world to spread the good news of Jesus to all nations. As a church, we were once a church. Our history is a church of sending people to other countries to proclaim Jesus. That is what we long to do again, is those who have a unique calling 
to go and serve in another country, to preach the good news in Jesus. We long to support that. We long to encourage that. We long to, as a church, release people to go and do that and pray for them and support them in any way that we can. That is what we long to see so that the good news of Jesus is spread throughout all nations. We long to see Jesus spread through all countries and all nations to reach all people. And finally, the church we see is a church that refuses to be content with the triumphs of the past, but is constantly looking towards the future, believing the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. We are believing for this promise to be fulfilled in our time, in our generation. We thank God for the past. We honour the past this morning. We thank God for the lives that have gone before. We thank God for their example, for their testimony. We thank God for their teaching. and for It is because of them that we are here this morning. Because of their faithfulness to look forward, to keep pressing on. But as a church, may our vision not be in the past anymore. May we honour the past. But as a church, may we constantly be looking towards the future. Saying, yeah, we're going to press on. We're going to believe God to do great and mighty things. We are looking for the, to see the promise of this house fulfilled that the glory of this present house, it will be greater than the glory of the former house because God has said it. We believe in that to be fulfilled in our time. And we believe that this vision, all of that, that, that promise encapsulates all of that, all of the vision that we have shared this morning. That we will see all these things happening and that will be the glory of this latter house. It will be greater than the former house. I believe we're going to see thousands saved. I believe we will see this valley saved for Jesus Christ. I believe it with all my heart. And it's not because I'm saying it, because I'm trusting in the Lord. I'm trusting in Him. It is His plan. My vision this morning is of Him and His greatness and His power and His strength. And may that be our vision this morning. So this is the vision of Gateway Church Cymru. Please take these. Please be encouraged by these. But that is the vision of this church, is to be a church whose head is Jesus Christ, whose help is the Holy Spirit, and whose focus is the great commission. That is what we're about, to know Jesus and to make him known. That is our desire this morning. So may we believe this, may we pray over this vision, and may we see this vision come into pass in our time. Amen. Shall we pray? Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning that we have been adopted into your family, that we can be called the people of God. Lord Jesus, we thank you that a church is not just a building, but Lord, the church is a people. It is your people, Lord Jesus, your hands, your feet. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have a plan for each and every one of us, Lord Jesus. That it is not just a plan for, for me, Lord Jesus, in leading this church. But Lord, your plan is for each and every one of us. And Lord, I thank you this morning that you have a part for each and every one of us to play, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the privilege that we have in being your church. In seeing your church being added to and be, be in your hands and feet, Lord God. And Lord, we thank you for this vision that you have given us, Lord. It is your vision, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, we pray that we will see this vision come to pass in our time, in our generation. Lord, we pray we will see the promise of this house, that the glory of the latter house will be greater than the former, Lord. For your glory and for your honour, we pray it will come to pass in our time and in our generation. So Lord, I pray this morning, seal this vision by the power of your Holy Spirit. May it burn in our hearts, Lord God. May it become a part of us, Lord. May we work together in seeing this vision fulfilled and seeing your name glorified. Lord, we thank you and we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I pray this morning that you've been encouraged with that.
If you have any questions this morning, if you have any questions about the vision, if you'd like to talk to me about the vision in more detail, then you can ring me in the week. You can come and see me. We can arrange to meet up. If you'd like me to talk through it with you in a bit more detail. Maybe this morning God has just laid an area on your heart as we share the vision of where you really feel you'd long to give, you'd long to serve in. You know, we long for every member of this church to serve in one way or another, to be a part of maybe a ministry within the church. Or, but to, I believe this morning, each and every one of you this morning has a role to play. You have a vital importance to play in seeing the glory of God come into pass. So if you this morning even have a burning desire, come and speak to me later and we'll chat through it. But tonight, we're going to start sharing. I'm going to start sharing about how this vision is going to be practically outworked. You know, it's great to have a vision. It's great to share these things. It's exciting. But, you know, we need a plan of how it's going to practically work out, uh, itself out. And so tonight we're going to start by outlining that. And then over the next three Sundays we're going to be sharing the strategy that God has given me to, to implement in this and seeing this vision fulfilled even in the coming months and the coming years and ahead. So come along this evening. Don't miss it. Be a part of it. Come along tonight as we share, begin to share the strategy of this church. I'm believing tonight is going to be a significant night. I believe in that tonight God is going to do incredible things in this place. So come along. Don't miss it. Invite friends. Invite family to come along. It's going to be an exciting time. Amen.